0: Christine and I am the host of this podcast that you're listening to right now called Sides Grace. And ironic, I know my middle name is Grace. That's where I came up with the idea. But if you are tuning in and you have tuned in every single week, I want to extend my gratitude. Thank you so much for tuning back in this week. And if you are new, I also want to share my gratitude with you and say thank you for clicking and listening today. That means a lot to me. I release every single Wednesday. And if you want more information for the podcast that I post and a little bit more information that I may have not provided here on this podcast today, please go to my instagram my official podcast instagram side underscore grace that's where you can find all that information that you need set your reminders to remind you that a new podcast comes out every single wednesday and on that note i'm not going to keep you any longer we're going to get the podcast rolling right now hello there my beautiful beams of light i hope you are having a wonderful day this week's topic on grace is a coexisting partner to routines. It is actually a concept that I learned while running in group. It's called RAP, WRAP, W-R-A-P. WRAP stands for Wellness Recovery Action Plan. So WRAP was developed by a lady named Mary E. Copeland and a group of individuals who wanted to work on their own recovery. WRAP overall aims to do four things. The first thing that it aims to do is decrease and prevent intrusive or troubled feelings and behaviors. The second aim is to increase personal empowerment. Third is to improve quality of life. And your fourth is to achieve their own life goals and dreams. RAP ultimately really helps us discover what it looks like for us to be well, what it looks like for us to not be well as well. So. Again, RAP really hones in on what it looks like for us to be well, what it looks like for us not to be well, and what to do to keep us well. With RAP, we are able to identify safe wellness tools, list of things to do every day to keep us well, being able to identify possible upsetting or triggering events, etc., and then creating a crisis plan for those events and a post-crisis event plan as well. So what is really cool is that rap is literally for everyone. Let's be real, we all need this in our life. This podcast episode might be constructed a little differently than normal. However, that is what the podcast episode requires. Like the way that this concept is, I definitely have to, rework my entire podcast structure which is perfectly fine and we're just gonna roll with the punches here so let me dive into rap i think most of you um and us have done some sort of rap in our life i'm going to personally walk you through an overall rap plan you can download the exact material that i'm covering today in this podcast on www Mentalhealthrecovery.com. And also, I can email you a PDF file of the packet or send it through my Side Grace Instagram page as well. So, when working with this packet, I've seen so many different ways of incorporating it into people's lives. And I've seen people who literally make a binder with tabs because in the packet, it even suggests using tabs for yourself. So they have it ready, available and ready to use. And they go to which tabs they need for certain things. But until then, I encourage you to think along with me throughout this podcast. Even better, I also encourage you to grab a piece of paper or a journal or a notepad and also a pencil or a pen and brainstorm with me while we're going through this. So the first section of the WRAP plan is the Wellness Toolbox. Again, I told you I'm going to go really out of order in this podcast episode. So while I'm guiding you through this whole wellness plan, I'm also going to be using it as my own. So I will be talking about my own experience and the things that I do with the WRAP, the Wellness Recovery Action Planning packet as well. So like I was saying before, the first section is the wellness toolbox. And this is literally where you start to brainstorm your tools that you have learned throughout life experiences. You can also list the things that you want to try even if you already haven't. So if you heard of things but you haven't tried them yet, then you, this is a space to put it down. The list can be updated and changed constantly. So you can add new things or cross out things that do not work for you. So for my wellness toolbox, I can put the following down. It can be meditation that I have there, journaling for anxiety, painting, knitting, thought reframing, taking in appropriate vitamins. Um, This can also be your medication you take, creating a routine for myself, diaphragm breathing techniques, self-suiting items, So all these things I have learned throughout therapy with my individual therapist or by running group. And those are things that I've learned over time through life. So I put it in my wellness toolbox. So these are tools that I currently use or don't use yet, but I want to use. That's really gonna help me with my wellness. Now I want to integrate things that I may want to try in the future that might be useful in my toolbox. Some of the things I may want to try are sticking more to boundaries. I love working on boundaries, but I can really, again, really reestablish healthy boundary settings with certain people. So I would love to really focus on boundary setting in my wellness toolbox. And also catching my emotional temperature as it rises. So there's this thing that we work on in group and it's a thermometer. And there are different, it goes from one to 10. 10 being the highest, one being the lowest, and you kind of gauge where your temperature, your emotional temperature is at. If you're getting too high after, I believe it is seven to 10, it's really hard for you to intervene. So you have to start doing things to kind of calm yourself down. You wanna intervene before you get to seven. So for me, I really wanna work on that because sometimes my temperature rises too high And I'm experiencing so many different emotions and when it gets too high, it's really hard for me to implement those tools that I have in my wellness box. So again, that's something that I wanna put in my wellness toolbox, which is focusing on my emotional temperature. So these are things that I also believe will help me in my wellness quest. The second section that is in the wellness recovery action plan wrap is a daily maintenance list. On this section, you are going to want to describe yourself when you are feeling all right. You know, when you're feeling good, when you're feeling well. You're gonna wanna do this again in a list form. So for me, when I'm feeling well and all right, I feel content. So these are the things that I feel. I'm gonna describe it in words. I feel content. I feel optimistic. I feel cheerful, happy, calm, and bright. So you are going to use all those words and all the words that come to your mind, what what it looks like for you when you're well, right? And you're gonna write it down into a list and you're gonna describe yourself and how you look when you're doing well. So you really wanna take some time and really think about this. I bet you don't often think about how you feel when you're doing well. But trust me, I guarantee, because we all do it, we all dwell on the feeling of bad, right? Like we can describe bad really easily, but can we describe how we feel when we're well? The next part of this section is that you are going to want to make a list again of things you need to do for yourself every day to keep yourself feeling well. The examples are honestly really tangible ones that you, everyone typically does or typically would like to do, right? So what are the things that you do to keep yourself well? The examples that they provide is eating three healthy meals a day, three healthy snacks as well, drink at least six, eight ounces of water, get half an hour of sun each day, and etc. So there's many more examples that they have, but those are just some examples of what people do to keep themselves feeling well. My three things or four things that I need to do for myself every day to feel well is, one, I need to drink water, especially my warm glass of water. Two, I need to take my vitamins. Three, I need to meditate at some point in the day. And four, I need to go lift, like I need to go do my powerlifting. By completing these lists for me, myself, and you, and completing your own individual lists, you're able to really get a picture of what well looks like for you and how you can evaluate things you have learned and what you want to plug into your support for your wellness. So By making this list, this daily maintenance list, you're able to now have a list. You can look at it and be like, okay, this is what I do when I'm well, right? And sometimes people like to make two lists. So they'll make a list A and a list B. And they'll make a list A of their daily maintenance of like, you know, what it looks like when I'm doing really well. And then they have a list B or a plan B of, okay, I'm not doing that well today, but these are the daily maintenances that I have to do. So they still have like, I need to take a shower. I need to brush my teeth. I need to take my vitamins and all those things that they can do that are tangible at them at that for that moment. Now I'm going to move this over to our triggers. Triggers can be honestly anything that increases your symptoms. Triggers could be, you know, an anniversary of a loss or trauma. It can be the news, it can be a relationship ending. Financial problems, physical illness, intimacy, stress, guilt, there are so many different triggers out there and it's really personalized and individualized to you. So you want to, again, take that time and consider what triggers you may have. Again, oftentimes we really don't think about this stuff, okay? So this wellness recovery action plan wrap really forces you to look deep down in yourself. So when you're looking at your triggers, you wanna write down those triggers. So write it out. What are your triggers? For me, my triggers are anything discussing COVID, physical sensations, so if I feel any physical sensations in my body, crowds, and some things also trigger me, like some discussions about my brother trigger me as well. So again, I'm gonna ask you, what are your triggers? Write it down. I know it it might not be quick. Take your time. It's perfectly fine. Sometimes we aren't aware of those triggers at the moment, but we want to think about, you know, when do I find myself really experiencing high emotions of sadness, anger, irritability, um, all those different emotions that you might be feeling, you know, think about it. So after you write down your triggers, now you're going to brainstorm how you can keep your symptoms from worsening if you were in a triggering event. So this is how the wellness plan now moves across the scale here. So now we are in the place where we're talking about our triggers and then what can we do to help with our symptoms from worsening? So like I said before, my four are COVID, physical sensations, crowds, and things that talk about my brother, like some some conversations that talk about my brother can be triggering for me. So what are some things that I can do to help alleviate those symptoms at that time? The first thing is I can call a supportive friend or family member when I'm triggered about my brother's passing. Another thing that I can do is that I can scroll away from all news articles that pertain to COVID. When I am feeling physical sensations that may trigger me, I can go on a walk or use my anxiety blanket at that time. And then when I am in crowded spaces, I can really start saying some positive affirmations in my head until I am out of that space. This section, you want to realize your triggers, okay? You want to identify what your triggers are and what you can realistically do to help lessen the intensity of those symptoms when you feel triggered. So now we're moving into our early warning signs. So after you identify your triggers, you're going to want to then look at your early warning signs. I'm going to use my previous triggers as an example for this section. When it comes to COVID, my early warning signs are increased irritability or negativity, um, or I start feeling you know, irrational thought patterns coming on. When it comes to those physical ailments or feelings, things that come on for me, you know, those early warning signs for me is again, I feel irrational thought patterns, I feel increased irritability or negativity, anxiety or nervousness. When it comes to crowds, My early signs for crowds is literally anything connected to my body. You know, I start to tense up. I start to stop breathing. My throat starts getting really tight. And again, that anxiety comes in for me. So those are my early warning signs for crowds. And then when it comes to my brother, my early signs are feeling of discouragement or hopelessness, weepiness and lack of motivation. So I want you now to look at your triggers and try to find your early warning signs. You wanna use words, descriptive words, okay? It doesn't have to be as you know, scholarly words as there are out there. You can use whatever words come to your mind or ha- describe it. You can even just fully describe how you feel or the thoughts that come on for you. So you just wanna start describing those early warning signs that are signs that you're being triggered. So, now the next section in the wrap is that what happens when things are breaking down? You know, when things are breaking down, what do we do? What are you gonna do if you're just breaking down and you are hitting literally rock bottom? Think about what that looks like for you. For me, I know I am at rock bottom when I literally do not want to move at all. This has only happened a couple times, but when I refuse to leave my bed, I literally lose all hope. Like I refuse to leave my bed and the thoughts in my head, like I don't even have thoughts, I just I feel hopelessness. That's when I know I'm at rock bottom because that's not typical for me. That's not something I usually do. Or another sign that, you know, I've really hit in like I'm breaking down is when I wake up straight up in a panic attack during the night and the next day I feel this intense aftermath of just like mentally drained. So what do we do when we break down and we identify a breakdown and what that looks like for us? Well, we have to then make a plan for how we are going to address those symptoms. This plan needs to be clear and more direct with fewer choices. Some of the responses could be, you know, again, you want to keep them clear, direct, and just fewer choices. Don't make it as broad as the list, right? So some of the responses, like I said before, it could be you want to call your doctor or a healthcare professional at that time. Call and talk to one of your supporters. Ask someone to stay with you until symptoms subside, so when you're feeling a little bit better, you know. That time when I was feeling like I just couldn't get out of bed, my family came up and they stayed with me for a couple hours until I felt better. And I even went home that day because it was just not that good of a day for me. You also may want to take action so you won't hurt yourself if symptoms get worse. So you want to give your keys, medications, um, your checkbook, your credit cards to someone who will keep them away from you. And you also maybe want to make sure you are doing your daily maintenance list that we created earlier. So again, identifying what does a breakdown look for me and what do I want to do when that breakdown happens? Again, one of the biggest things with rap is that oftentimes when we're in such like an intense feeling. We're being triggered. Things are just overwhelming we kind of forget like all these different tools, right? And that's why I say sometimes people have like a binder or like a notebook where they keep all this information because at that moment it's kind of hard, but you're able to go back and look at it and identify it. And it's really good, especially your daily maintenance. Those are something that you constantly want to keep doing for yourself because that's what really keeps you well. So after developing your own wrap, the aim is to reach the vibe concepts with the wellness. Recovery action planning. You want to reach hope, personal responsibility, education, self advocacy, and support. We need all these things to really help with our overall wellness. You know, the hope. We're having hope that our wellness plan is really going to help us throughout this journey that we're trying to achieve. We're having personal responsibility so we know what we need to do for ourselves. We know that we have to do our daily maintenance, therefore we're feeling responsible for our own self, you know, then we have that education. So you're constantly learning, not only about yourself, but so many different concepts to help yourself as well. Your self-advocacy, you know, what works for you, you know, what's triggering for you, you know what you need to do. So you can really advocate for yourself and then support. Okay. Rap can really provide that support in so many different areas, you know, realizing that you need support from family and friends, or even going on the RAP um, online base, and just getting that support there can be really helpful as well. So I wanna give you a little bit more further information about RAP. Like I stated before in the beginning of this podcast, you wanna head to www.mentalhealthrecovery.com. On there, you can find so much more additional information that I provided to you today, as well as a community and a group of those who are on the journey of fulfilling their wellness need as well. There's also an app, WRAP, you know, WRAP, where you can electronically electronically create your own plan like we did today. I hope this was a bit more helpful for you and you're able to create a plan for yourself. If you want to go back and really dive deep into your own wellness recovery action planning again grab that notebook and replay this podcast as i guide you through it i hope that us going through this wrap wellness recovery action planning really allowed you to have that insight and increase that insight because that is something that i want to do here in my podcast platform is i want you to have that increased insight therefore We have to identify the things that make us look well, and then we have to identify the things that don't really make us feel well. And then we have to work through that and create a plan for ourselves. And it's good sometimes to have that in a paper form or on our notes so we are able to reference it when we are, you know, we may forget and we may forget the tools that we have and the tools that we can use to help ourselves, right? And so, again, I absolutely encourage going to the wellness recovery action planning website as well as please message me on side grace instagram i can provide you any information that you need about rap on that note thank you so much for coming back another week to listen to my podcast episode i honestly have so much fun doing this and I look forward every single Wednesday to record my podcast and have everyone listen because I feel like it does a little bit of good in the world and right now we kind of need that so anyway thank you again please leave a review like it um, follow this podcast I don't know what they do but follow on this podcast and also share it with a friend share it with a family member if you think this could really help someone again thank you so so much you were listening to side grace and i am your host leah gracedein have a wonderful week